Welcome in to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. Thomas Miller here. Robert, we had a speak pipe question. Somebody was asking about their second Saturn return related to the excellent series that you just did on Saturn in Pisces. And she was wondering, She did. we don't have birth information, just she was wondering how might that second Saturn return correlate to Saturn still being in Pisces until 2026? Well, it's going to be very easy to get confused here. Um, Saturn in Pisces is one thing. A Saturn return is a real, really a separate issue. Uh, now, obviously, the house that's ruled by Capricorn and Aquarius in your natal chart, those two houses are both ruled by Saturn. And Saturn happens to rule the structure of your life. In the body, it rules the skeleton. Saturn rules the bones, for example. And so the skeleton is what supports all of the organs and the flesh and everything. Without Saturn and a skeleton, we would be a puddle. So Saturn is really the structure of our lives. And in the natal era, in the natural wheel, it rules both the 10th house, which is the career and your authority in life, if you will, and the 11th, which is your collective future. It's where your your social position, you, what you really want to give to the world. Now, the world can be your town. It can be your state. It could be the nation or even broader. But the 11th house and the 10th house are both co-ruled by Saturn. And this cycle of Saturn, it takes it 29 and a half years to go around the zodiac and return to its position at birth. Now, in the old days, people didn't live as long as we do today. So they were encouraged to mature earlier, to get married earlier, to have children earlier because they weren't going to live a long time. And even carrying it up into the 20th century, a lot of people, the expectation is you need to get out of the house and get married and start a family around 21, which, if you think about it, is Saturn in a closing square to its birth position. It takes Saturn about seven years to square itself and then oppose itself and then square itself again and then finally conjunct itself. So that's where you get the 29 and a half year cycle. So at age seven, Saturn will square its birth position. At age around 14, it will oppose its birth position. At age 21, it will have form a closing square to its birth position. And then at 29 and a half is the first Saturn return. And around 5960 is where you get the second Saturn return. And those are monumental. And everybody between, say, 28 and 30, everybody goes through an important maturity cycle. If they have wasted their first 25, 27 years, if they have not dealt with issues like drug problems, which can be a social problem, and all your friends are doing drugs and so on, you haven't dealt with that, then the first sign return can be a crisis period. If you've dealt well with it, it can still be a crisis, but it, crises can be good. Getting married is a crisis. Having a baby is a crisis. Changing careers can be a crisis. So the second Saturn return 
any Saturn return, the first one or the second one, basically gives you, if you're conscious, a chance to realign your entire life based on everything that you've learned and experienced up until then. It's a sort of rebirth, if you will. And it usually does take place in terms of what you do for a living, where you do it, who you live with, who you're married to, what the two of you do together. Obviously, at 60, you're going to be moving into retirement, so-called retirement years, or today, since people are living much longer. Now, at 60, instead of planning on retirement, a lot of people are planning for a second career because they want to keep going. So it gives you a chance, these Saturn returns, to really think about everything that you have done and been doing up until that. What have I learned? What do I want to do now that I'm turning 30? What do I want to do now that I'm turning 60? They're different. We look different. We feel differently. How is our health? This is the structure of our lives. Are there things that we need to pay attention to? Do we need to get more exercise? Do we need to eat better? Do we need to cut out bad habits? So these are the kinds of uh, critical turning points really in a life. And in a marriage, for example, these ages, you hear the seven-year itch. That's where this phrase comes from. You can take the beginning of a marriage and figure at seven years that marriage, if it makes it that long, is going to undergo another crisis. Either the two of you will have to reevaluate both of your values and both of your desires to go forward. So it gives you a chance to rebirth the marriage, in other words. So the Saturn return, it gives this implication of rebirthing your entire life. It can be wonderful, especially if you happen to have Capricorn rising or Aquarius rising, in other words, if your life is ruled by Saturn, then these Saturn returns can be wonderful because they help you, in a mature sense, realize what doesn't work for me anymore. I'm going to let go of that. I've done that, been there. Either I accomplished what I wanted to there or I failed at it. But in any case, I'm going to move on and build on what I have learned. So I'm going to restructure my life so people will often make a major career change, a major relocation change under a second Saturn return, a major change in relationships. Sometimes it can be through the attrition of death. Maybe a partner becomes very ill or even dies, and that forces that person to restructure their lives in terms of having lost a loved one, for example. Other times it can be an opportunity that comes through them, say a parent or parents die around that second Saturn return, and suddenly now this, the querent or the native, inherits. Well, what do they do with their inheritance? Do they squander it? Do they put it to use? But it changes their life in a significant way. So that's the main thing to be aware of under the second Saturn return, is this accrual of experience and knowledge. And now what is my best and wisest decision, it really helps a person prioritize their lives. They are less inclined with that second Saturn return to waste time with people who are time wasters or who are negative or who are toxic. So it's a great opportunity to clean up a life, set new priorities and new goals and new ambitions and go for them. Because today, a lot of us are living longer. I expect I'm hoping to live into my 90s, as many people do now. 
Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to do you have enough to live on retirement? Many of us don't. So many of us have to work and we want to work. So in this brave new world, it's a whole different perspective on life than what the books were writing about even 30, much less 50 years ago. Well, Saturn returns are a big major deal. And yet, I've got to say, from my own perspective, my first Saturn return, I was producing a television show, was in a marriage that was the equivalent of oil and water. I was totally asleep from a consciousness perspective. And it just came and went uneventfully. But then, at about age 50, I completely changed everything in my life, as is reflected in the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. And when that second Saturn return hit, I had the wonderful opportunity of spending almost three years, three ski seasons in Aspen. Literally on the last run of the day, I got a download that this time had been for you to rest and to rejuvenate yourself. And now it was time to take this work out to the world. Within six weeks, I was gone from Aspen. And within six months, this work had begun. So you are listening to this because of that second Saturn return. I think because the work I had done up to the first Saturn return (laughs) was null and void, that Saturn just shrugged its (laughs) karmic shoulders and said, we'll catch up with you later. Kick the can to Chiron, and when the Chiron return hit at age 50, boy, everything shifted. So thank you for the question. Thank you, Robert, for your thoughts. And we will be back on the next episode with more of your questions and continuing our little series of the Axis Points. So we'll see you again on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology podcast with Robert Glasscock.